leaves tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. No matter how you take your hooch, we've got something ice cold and on tap. Now, serving it to you straight and unfiltered, here are Craig, Scott, and Dan. Welcome in, everybody. It is us. It is we. It's the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for joining. Thanks for braving the elements. Thanks for drinking along with us. I am Greg over there. Scott? Still here. And that is Dan. Yes. Yes, we are. Si se puede. That's hey, what, what? Uh, that one guy said. He's sick from what? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, like I said, thanks for joining. Our burp word of the week is panic. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Seems appropriate, given the times. Everybody panic. Mm-hmm. And a huge shout out to our top listening city of last week. I can pronounce this one. It's Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, you Very did. Very close. Very yeah, close. Almost got it. Yeah. Uh, thanks, LA, for listening. Keeping us local peeps in your hearts, minds, and earbuds. Don't forget to hashtag show us your beers on the social medias. Tag us as well. Rate and subscribe on the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. However you get your podcasts, make sure you subscribe and do all the nerdy stuff for us. Helps other people find the show. we got a lot to get to today. Of course... We are your only sports providers right now, <laughs> keeping the March Madness tournament going over here with our healthy beers. Uh, got some crotch talk to get to, of course. Of course, the old timey word and beer babe of the week. We have a new beer, new by way of Stone coming in nice. as our bullpen beer, and a lot of booze news to oh, get man. to. So let's kick things off and get right in to our tournament. gentlemen sample off of their glasses i'll tell you what we got in front of us of course week two saw harpoon breweries rec league defeat deschutes wowza and move on to the second round so oh interesting faces (laughs) so rec league is now taking on the number two seed which had a bye week in the first round bell's light-hearted ale 3.7 percent has, a, has 36 IBUs, 3.56 on tapped, and an 85 on Beer Advocate. They say Lighthearted is a aromatic, balanced, and incredibly easy drinking. This low-cal IPA has only 110 calories, yet all the heart. Centennial and Galaxy hops result in citrus and pine aromas, while a variety of specialty malts help give Lighthearted its body and flavor. 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 What do we think? Do we have winners yet? It's A. It's A. Oh, it's A. Got to go with A. A. It, oh. oh, it's unanimous. Yeah, that that it had all the flavor, I think. All the I, hop flavor. What do you? Yeah, whatever he says. Uh huh. I think the taste was close, but it's the the smell that won me over. It's mm. true too. It does have a good aroma. They are similar colors. A is a little clearer, where B has got like a hazy thing going on to it. Agreed. Um, yeah, I, to me, B tastes like you're drinking a normal pale ale, mm-hmm. which I very much enjoy. Pale ale is my favorite style, pretty much. Uh, A is good. 
definitely has more on the nose. It has like some citrus on the nose. Mmm. Yeah, it's good. They're both great. This yeah. is a hard decision. It, it's got it's got flavor. Like I feel like like A could have battled B from last week, mm, mm-hmm. but I would say B probably has. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see it. Right? Yeah. They're so coming up head to head. Yeah. Ooh. So you guys chose A. Correct. B was the winner from the first week. Harpoons Rec League. A and moving on to fight. Stone's never-ending haze in the finals is Bell's Lighthearted Ale. Oh, snaps. Wow. So it's going to be number one versus number two in the oh, finals. Oh, there you go. No we upsets. S- we seeded those correctly. We really did. No upsets in this tournament. It's uh, interesting that way. Mm-hmm. I thought that uh, Harpoon might upset, upset uh, Bell's. I actually thought B was going to win today. Mm, interesting. How wrong I was. Man, and that's really rare when the tournament goes chalk like that. If anyone had chalk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had one go that way. I don't think so. Very interesting. All right. Well, there you have it. Next week in the finals, Bell's Lighthearted Ale versus Stone's Neverending Haze. I'm excited to find out who wins. I will say a lot of people calling it from the beginning that Stone was going to take the title. So we shall see next week. Yeah. Keep you nailed to your seats there. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. All have right, to can- watch it at home because you can't be here in person. Right. We're sans crowd. <laughs> But lots of clothes. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we got a lot of show to get to. Like I said before, let's kick things off with a little bit of crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Uh, we mentioned this last week. I just want to mention it again. If you're a local brewery, and I don't mean local to us. I just mean local. If you're craft and you need some help retweeting or gramming or whatever, because you're trying to get the word out about uh, how you're now operating under all these rules. And honestly, by the time we record this to when it's released, the, the rules could change. We could be under prohibition for all I know. <laughs> oh, man. Don't worry. I know how to brew beer. Um, let us know. We'll we'll regram or retweet as much as we can, best we can to help out everybody. We want to get the word out there. We want to keep these breweries in business. We don't want anybody uh, going under. So let us know how we can help uh, You know, the Unfiltered Gentleman, all the social media, or you can email us, the Unfiltered Gentleman at Gmail. Dot com or or the one easy one to remember is just the unfilteredgentleman.com has a contact form, has our social media, all that stuff. So just get in contact somehow, and uh, we'll do what we can. And uh, the one brewery who had the curbside, I just want to apologize for their sidewalk. Oh, yeah. yeah overshot it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. it, it's now looks like a handicap ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Took out the curb there. Mm. Um, Beer was good. It's good, yeah. yeah. On the way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too bad you finished it before you got home. Yeah, I had to go back and get more. Right, exactly. Uh, I don't have anything to talk about. I anything to complain about, really. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Scott's been talking to God ladies. but uh, Almost, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, I had a lady approach me the other day, and first of all, she was angry because the place that I work at, uh, one of the places I work at. Local pharmacy. Correct. And they you know, they sell alcoholic beverages, and she wanted to buy a single beer. Well, but yeah, it's we a pharmacy. It. That's medicine. Of course. Yeah. yeah it helps me. Uh, we only sold it like six packs, so she was kind of complaining about that, proceeded to tell me that the Friday before the Kobe died, that God told her that Kobe was going to die. Oh. <laughs> and my first response, I, well, I didn't say it, but I wanted to say, well, why didn't you say something? Right. Maybe you could save his life and be a big hero. Yeah, one phone call. Yeah, that was all it take. Um, but she did say, yes, God told me that Kobe was going to die. And, but he also told me that somebody would carry his legacy on, and I believe that to be LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that that young player, LeBron yes, James, yes, yes, yeah. the the Good Lord. new Kobe, on the scene, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. rookie. 
Not Zion or something? Mm, and uh, maybe she had already had one of the beers that she couldn't buy. I don't know. Just one? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine yeah, so. how lonely you have to be to like become <laughs> that weird just to get attention? You know what I mean? That like, is lonely. Oh, my yeah. God. I feel <laughs> so bad drunk. for that woman. Yeah. How, how many people did she tell that Friday? Oh, yeah. Kobe's going to die until she, you know, she uh, waited until after it actually happened. Then, oh, yeah, God told yeah. me. I would have really delved into this whole God thing. It's like, well, does he just speak to you? Can I be around <laughs> like when he talks to you? Does it only work when your foil hat's on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. What's his number? Does God ever pop in when you're naked? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are crazy, man. Oh, man. It's not getting any less crazy right now. No, no it's not. Yeah, no. That's for sure. Uh, any other anybody else? Any uh, grievances? Any nothing? Beer experiences to share? No. Yeah. Anybody have a great weekend out? <laughs> I, I know that's what's happening, yeah. man. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah, pretty much. Ugh. Got a good seat. Yeah, on the couch. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like you know, there's no outlet, man. Like it's like you know, I, I was like, I don't really care about this virus. They're like, oh, you're gonna care. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. It's like we'll take your toilet paper away. I'm like, I still don't care. So we'll take your sports away. It's like I'm still don't care. It's like, well, we'll take your restaurants and bars away. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? There's nothing yeah. to watch but disease TV all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, Oh, you get DTV too? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all it's on. God, yeah. man. It's like they really want us to like, you know, panic. And, and we are. We're giving right into it. It's, it's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, um, I don't know, bit of comfort. I've just been watching what all the other countries are doing because we seem to be a week behind everybody. Yeah. So I kind of know what's happening before it happens. Let's go, oh, they've done this, they've done this. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, you know, like Spain was on a quarantine before we did the whole let's let's shut down thing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to happen. And it started happening. Yeah. And so uh, it's just been interesting to watch it happen and then see it happen here. And um, I think knowing it's going to happen makes the blow a little softer. Yeah, I guess. I, that's what somebody was saying today, that to look on the brighter side of the way things are going. They said the other countries that shut down are were less, you know, um, I guess intellectual than we are. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the it probably won't be as long for us as it was for them. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it gets only better from here. But uh, you know, no promises. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Old timey word of the week: powder monkey. Hmm. I totally thought this was gonna be like a cokehead or something. <laughs> <laughs> powder monkey. <laughs> Uh, it's apparently a boy on a on board a ship whose job is to fetch powder from the magazine, like for the cannons and you know, like gunpowder. No, oh. and I was like, oh, I was waiting <laughs> for it to be some cokehead or something like that. Sounds like it. Yeah, right. It does, yeah. Hey, you powder monkey. Yeah. Get off the rock or powder <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Definitely not a powder monkey. There's nothing better than a babe with craft beer. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Her name is Robin. Robin with a Y. You can find her on the grams at the beer bitch. <laughs> All one word. No spaces, dots, dashes, nothing. The beer bitch. I'm surprised that was available. Right? Yeah. Maybe she's had it for a while. Ah, yeah. True that. Uh, in this one, she's at a brewery drinking uh, some Parkside Brewery. Looks pretty tasty. Cool looking spot, too. Up in Canada, eh? Uh, so make sure you're following Robin at the Beer Bitch on the Grams. All right. We got some bullpen beer to get to. Before we do that, I think we should crack into a couple of news stories, and then we'll 
go ahead and make that call to the pen. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed. Uh, Dogfish Head is going to release Utopius Barrel-Aged Worldwide Stout. So if you guys remember, Utopius <laughs> is that like 28% beer that's $200 a bottle from Sam Adams. Yeah. Well, now you know Sam Adams bought Dogfish Head. So Dogfish Head is releasing Worldwide Stout that's been aged in those Utopius barrels. 17.3%. Okay. Shit. Yes, that's coming out March 27th, just in a few days. I have not heard if they'll postpone the releasing as of yet. That could change by the time this drops. Who knows? But yeah, uh, we could use gonna, some of that right now. Right? I could use some 17.3 or even better, that 28% yeah. for sure. Boom. Yeah, that'll be a big boy. Uh, Greenport Harbor Brewing, one of their employees tested positive <laughs> for the COVID-19. Oh. They immediately brought in crews to do a deep cleaning and uh, get that shit out of there. Jesus. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. I'm just pouring beers, and now I got the, the corona. God, it sounds like something out of like a horror movie. Right. You know, like Outbreak. <laughs> Instead of a monkey, it's a beer. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Could get you at any time. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Russian River. You know, this is the first year that they bottled Pliny the Younger. Oh, yes. They sold all 40,000 of the bottles that they produced at $10 per bottle. It's a Fuck. nice little $400,000 check they wow. made. Boom. All off of one beer release. Those sons of bitches. Good for them. Good for them. And just think, had they produced more, they'd have sold out of those too. Yeah. Yeah. 40000 They went like that. Uh, and we didn't even get any down here. That That's just from brewery sales. You could yeah. only get it at the brewery. Yeah, I'm sure they're learning from... Uh, you know, all these nutcases buying out all the toilet paper and stuff. It's like, everybody's saying, you know, if we just do 40,000 at a time, these people will buy 10, you know, just to hoard it. Right. So let's just do that. <laughs> well, they had, a, they had a limit. I think you could buy two per person. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, so just think they, they sold 40. I mean, that's 20,000 sales. Ah. They sold two per person. Very smart. Assuming everybody bought two, which I'm sure they would, because even if you don't care that much, you could sell the other one for 40 bucks or something. Yep. Have some of that. Yeah. The, I looked it up on eBay. There were empty bottles, empty younger bottles going for anywhere from from fifteen to fifty dollars. What? Yeah, just because it's a bottle. Just because it's a bottle of Pliny the Younger. I, I guess you could take your Instagram pictures with it or something. I don't know. Like, like I didn't drink it. Yeah, fucking <laughs> <laughs> like idiots. Take a picture holding the bottle, and you're like your captions like, mm. "Oh, I forgot to take a picture with the beer. I already drank it. Mm. Look what I missed out on." Yeah. I think we told the story on the show, but Allie was at a Allie and Kelly was at a beer festival, and they had younger there, and she tried some, and then she forgot she was drinking younger, and the guy or her friends were like, "Hey, let's go uh, get another beer." She's like, "Okay," and she goes to pound it. And she's like, "Oh fuck, I forgot, ten and a half percent." Oh damn! Yeah, she's a champ. Yep. All right, what else? Uh, oh, the Lost Abbey's Tiny Bubbles, their uh, offshoot uh, sour beer company. Finally launches on draft in California. If you're looking for some tiny bubbles out here in the Californias, <laughs> uh, look around. I don't know uh, what it's going to be like now with the whole situation, but yeah, it is released. Um, I'm going to point this beer your guys' oh, direction okay. when you get a chance. It's our bullpen beer. We're warming up in the pen. Uh, let me go get that guy. Yeah. Athletic Brewing Company has acquired Ballast Point's old Trade Street facility. Uh, they acquired all their equipment, and they're leasing the building. If you've never heard of Athletic Brewing, 
<laughs> Dan's rocking yeah. out. If you've never heard of Athletic Brewing, they are a completely non-alcoholic brewery. No alcohol. That's the beers. one that should close down. What? <laughs> yeah. That's the one that we don't need in these times of apocalypse. <laughs> I need all the alcohol. Get us that utopias. Hey, speaking of non-alcoholic, have you guys seen the Heineken commercial? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I have. I think With so. The zero uh, alcohol? Yeah. It's actually kind of, it's actually a funny commercial where the guy's sitting there drinking the beer and the cop walks up and he's going to write the guy a ticket and the guy smiles at the cop and shows him 0% alcohol. Oh, I have not seen that one. And then the cop points to the sign and it's a no parking sign. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I always wondered, like, what's the, the rule behind Like, can I just roll down the street drinking one of those in my car? I mean, I'd probably it's get pulled over. Like, right, I'd know. probably get pulled over because it looks like I'm drinking a beer. But like, yeah, yeah, I think you're asking for trouble. Yeah, but like once yeah. they got to the car and I said, like, look, it's a zero point zero. Is there any recourse? I wonder. Probably hmm. not. Intern Brian, it's, the lawyer. There you go. Let us know if yeah. we can drink this. Chime zero. in. I want to know if we can drink the zero point zero because really, I just want to dump it out and put a real beer in it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, then, <laughs> then <laughs> you're gonna get yeah. probably busted. They'd have to test me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 0.0, officer. Oh, okay. That's good enough for me. I'll yeah. ignore the smell <laughs> from your breath. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, all right. We ready for that call? Indeed, we Everybody are. Warmed? All right. The uh, reliever has warmed up. Let's call the pen. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Ooh, yes, he does. I just took a little sippy sip of that. This one comes to us from Scott, bringing in the the goods. Oh, shit. This is Stone Brewing's Peak Conditions Hazy Double IPA. God told me to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> if only he could have warned you about Kobe. No, oh, man. man. Uh, he should have told me, not that lady. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't do anything about no, it. At least yeah. you got the beer. What a bitch. Right, yeah. At least you listened and, and acted upon it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is an appropriate name for what's going on right now. Yeah. Peak conditions. It's 8.5%, 55 IBUs, has a four on untapped, and a 90 on beer advocate. From Stone, they say West Coast hops, East Coast haze, passion fruit, orange, and guava juice inspired by the popular Hawaiian drink. This ridiculously tasty double IPA combines influences from across the country into one of the most flavorful beers we've ever released. One could call it a perfect storm. We'd say it's peak conditions. <laughs> What do you guys think? That's a classy description. It's pretty good, right? Let's put that out there first. This is a uh, wow. Very poggy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for knowing what pog juice is. I love pog juice, by the way. <laughs> Passion orange guava. Yeah. Guava is my favorite thing on the face of this planet besides beer. And I love most beers that include guava. Mm. If I could pick at this a little bit, I'd turn down the passion fruit and turn up the guava juice. Just a, just a smidge there. Turn it down. Yeah. But this is... <laughs> Turn up the guava. Turn up. Yeah. More guava, less passion. I see. Love guava. Um, but this is delicious. This is like a tropical vacation in my mouth. <laughs> and everyone's invited. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is it is tropically and fruity as hell on the nose. Mm -hmm. It just tastes like straight up pog juice and uh, hides that 8.5% oh so well. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. When you, I was drinking, I'm like, whoa. Poggy. Mm -hmm. And then you were like eight and a half percent. I'm like, no, it doesn't taste like that <laughs> at all. Lies. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, this is good. This yes. is. I just see, I, when I was at the store the other day and I saw it, and I, it just the, the name Peak Conditions kind of caught my eye. I'm like, yeah, it's a good beer for what's going on right now. Yeah. 
But on the way home while I was drinking it, it was like, wow, yeah, this is good stuff. Zero <laughs> percent, officer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you dump it into your 0.0? Indeed, I did. Man. A 0.0 Heineken bottler. Smart man. Mm. Yeah, this is good. In the time where we can't uh, hop on a plane and go on vacation, this is like a vacation in my mouth. God, it's crazy, man. <laughs> this is, I could have a couple of these. Hell yeah. Might be a short night, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is good. Um, all right. Back to the news. Uh, Kona. We all know that uh, Kona is part of Craft Brew Alliance. Their growth and overall sales cannot lift CBA's business in 2019. We've talked about it before, how Kona is like the main moneymaker for Craft Brew Alliance, who also has Widmer and Red Hooks and Ciders. Oh, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, uh, the Kona brand continued to drive CBA's business and creep towards the 500,000 barrel mark. Last year, the Hawaiian-themed craft beer shipped 474,800 barrels, an increase of 4.1%. Um, the company added that Conan's, Kona's domestic shipments and depletions each increased by 5%. However, Kona's growth couldn't offset the declines of yeah. other CBA brands, such as, or excuse me, as such, CBA's depletions declined 1%, while shipments declined 1.9%. The company sold 733,700 barrels of product in 2019 and posted nearly $193 million in net sales, down $12.9 million year over year. Although Kona acquired, excuse me, Kona continued to grow, the legacy Widmer Brothers and Ridhook brands posted double-digit depletions, uh, declines down 11 and 16 percent respectively. Widmer shipments declined, or, or declines were due to declines in Hefeweizen, while the increased shipments of Red Hook's Big Ballard IPA weren't enough to uh, offset the losses, losses of Longhammer IPA, Brewer's Choice for. Brewer's Choice Variety <laughs> Pack, eight point five percent, everybody, <laughs> and ESB leading to a fourteen point three percent decline in Red Hook's portfolio wide shipment. So basically, uh, the other ones are sucking. Kona's still doing good, but yeah. not enough to pull them out of despair. Hey, ask Kobe, ask LeBron. You can't lift the team by yourself. That's true. Yeah, but just don't tell that lady that <laughs> she takes too long. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you think God told her because she he knew she wasn't going to say anything to anybody. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe like, he said, don't say nothing. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, Kobe's going to die. She yeah. didn't finish the story. Yeah. She's <laughs> he, too worried about buying a beer. Yeah. She's like, oh, he's not interested. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Who's Kobe? I yeah. talked to God, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. God's up, Sky. Um, <laughs> Americans spent $44.9 billion drunk shopping wow. last year. Fuck. You guys ever do any drunk shopping? Yep. Really? Yeah. What kind of shit do you do? You have like a, a thing you normally buy when you're drunk? No, I, I just remember. I think I shared this story on the on the show one time. But like, I got drunk in Vegas, and uh, yeah, and I, I just you know I came back you know from drinking a whole bunch of mimosas at the bottomless mimosa like right. buffet and MGM, <laughs> and then my buddy's like, "You ready to go out?" Because I just not I was knocked out. I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't even know how I got here." I'm like, "Yeah, let, <laughs> let's go." He goes, you're going to wear that shirt you bought? And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, what shirt? And I looked, I was like, oh, shit, I got a shirt. And it's nice, too. Like, drunk Dan. He's got some style. He's looking out for me. Right, that's good. Damn. I saw a meme the other day. It was, uh, what blacked out me does is none of my business. It's true. <laughs> yep. That's fitting for that. Very dastardly, that yeah. drunk Dan. I find that I don't, there's nothing like specific I go after, but like if I, quote unquote, need something, like usually we'll go oh, Amazon. Let's let's look for that. I'll just go, just fucking buy it. Yeah, <laughs> let's not talk about it. And then you know, return it later if we sober up. We actually save money when my wife goes drunk shopping. I'm right there, so 
Oh. I don't cost a thing. Perfect. Yeah. Um, a Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock, somewhere in the UK, man finds a drunk stranger asleep on his couch. A Kilmarnock dad of three. Oh, was, I was there once. <laughs> oh, crap. Was given the fight of his life when he came downstairs to find a drunk stranger fast asleep on his couch. Mikey Lennon, who co-owns Baker's Nightclub and the King Arms in Fenwick, woke up to woke up at 5.30 a.m. to find, uh, or excuse me, to use his toilet at his home when he heard snoring coming from the living room. <laughs> it's no surprise the 40-year-old thought early morning tiredness had got the better of him when he encountered Jason having a kip on the sofa, no. having let himself into the wrong house after a night out. And just when you thought this tale couldn't any more get any more bizarre, the mysterious lodger turned out to live 73 miles away. <laughs> what the hell? And was missing a shoe. Oh, man. Missed it by that much. <laughs> so close. Mikey said, I came down, heard the snoring, and thought, that's definitely not the Doug. I don't not know what the, the Doug. Uh, I think maybe dog, but is typo. That, is that the other guy that sleeps on his couch? <laughs> be, yeah. And there he was, full, full tracky, steam drunk. Perhaps an English name for Sancho. Oh, Oh, snaps. I've still no idea how he got in. I live in securely locked flats, but looks like he was out on the town and managed to find his way in. I was a wee bit scared (laughs) at first, but once I woke him up, it was pretty obvious he was was even more terrified than I was, so I knew it was all okay. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) His first words were, where am I? How'd I get here? So you can imagine the shock when I told him he was in my house in whatever that town was called. Fuck. <laughs> On another note, my Doug is the worst guard dog ever. So Doug must be the name of the oh. dog. Oh, he must okay. be. Uh, but it's spelled D-U-G. D-U-G. Yeah. Doug. Which is great. That's Allie's dog's name as well. Doug. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's funny. My Doug is the worst guard dog ever. Barks at a mouse farting, but didn't make a noise. <laughs> um, it soon came to light the young re- uh, reveler who had been out in the east Ayrshire town had also misplaced his phone wallet and any clue as to what antics he'd gotten up to the night before. After trying to work out how Jason had come to be on his living room couch, Mikey lent him one of his own shoes and sent him on his way. After he left, uh, the missing second shoe was located at the front door. (laughs) Thankfully, the pair are set to meet up to exchange their shoes. (laughs) He used the shoe to Jimmy open the door. Yeah, probably so. (laughs) Uh, Mikey added, I think the shock of the whole thing sobered him up. If you're out and about in Kilmarnock and you see a fellow walking around <laughs> yeah. wearing one Lacoste and one Nike Pegasus, let me know Mikey has a shoe. Man. Wow. That's quite the night of drinking. Sounds like the Hangover 15 or right. whatever number we're on now. Hangover 15. This time it's the UK. <laughs> well, it's just funny. It makes me think of uh, Half-Baked. Remember that movie with uh, oh, Dave yeah. Chappelle and them? And they had that guy on the couch. Say to me that bitch, the guy did it, man. Like, and I'm like, I always thought, like, how'd that fucking guy get there? You know what I mean? And it's like, maybe that's what happened. They just came home one day and that fucker was sleeping on their couch. Jimmy did it with his shoe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they never did address how he got no. there. No. The guy on the couch. He left <laughs> a note for him. Buttercup. <laughs> Butter stuff. <laughs> oh, man. It's Buttercup. Uh, and then finally, Atomic Vodka. A liquor made from crops grown in Cher- in the Chernobyl exclusion zone Uh-oh. is uh, ready to be drinked. What? Yeah. The Chernobyl Spirit Company has three goals. Utilize the exclusion zone, stimulate local economies, and make safe, delicious vodka. Uh. <laughs> April will mark the 33rd anniversary, or excuse me, 34th anniversary of the Chernobyl nuclear disaster after the 1986 explosion, which released untold amounts of radioactive material across the continent. Kaboom! 
the 1,000 square mile exclusion zone around Chernobyl plant was established to mark the region deemed too radioactive for habitation. Consequently, thousands were evacuated. It was once a functional satellite city became a ghost town. However, this town might be back in business with the advent of an artisan vodka made right where the disaster occurred. Gross. <laughs> Ominously named Atomic Vodka is made with grain and water grown in the very zone once evacuated for its radiation levels and has become the first consumer product to hail from the abandoned region since the disaster. And it glows. <laughs> right. All right. The vodka is a product of the Chernobyl Spirit Company, which is a part of a long-standing project led by Professor Jim Smith of the UK's University of That's Portsmouth. That's a fake name. It's got to be fake. <laughs> His project has, since the 90s, looked into the transfer of radioactivity to crops grown in the Chernobyl exclusion zone. The business has so far developed one finished bottle, which is by all accounts safe to drink. Hmm. <laughs> it's the only bottle in existence, said Smith. I tremble when I pick it up. As far as experts at the Southampton University can tell, the final product is absolutely safe. Everything was below their limit of detection, Smith assured. Well, Chernobyl's in Russia, correct? Correct. There's a guy in Russia named Jim Smith? No, he's from UK. There's a guy from UK named Jim Smith? <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> yes, there is. Hmm. Hang, hanging out in Russia. Oh, I don't know about all that. Yeah. yeah. I think I'll pass. Right? I'm, I'm not short on booze. Not, yeah, you know, not yet. <laughs> maybe, maybe if they, yeah, they turn their focus from toilet paper to booze, and I'm yeah. real desperate. I don't know. I kind of feel like we're going to be doing a uh, a booze news uh, article like 20 years from now. It's like if you were dumb enough to drink that atomic <laughs> vodka, here are the health problems you're probably having now. Yeah, in seven years, Jim Smith dies of radiation poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Jim Smith. <laughs> Jim Smith. Apparently, he consumed it from a vodka. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> His real name is on his tombstone, Nigel Powers. I'm just kidding. It's Boris. <laughs> he's uh, a easy lemon squeezy. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> All right, I better knock it off. Yeah, more beer for this guy. That's right. Oh gosh. You're gonna have a fucking beer. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Jack. Dude. Yeah, that was loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, that's everything we got. Thank you all for joining and drinking along with us. Let's know how you're surviving the uh, Corona apocalypse. Yeah. What beers you're drinking. Give it, send us pictures of your fridge so we know what houses to rob. <laughs> we don't care about your toilet paper supply. No. We, we do care about your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com. Here's a question. Will the Corona Apocalypse bring Dan's Twitter account out of retirement? Oh, man. Will I don't know. He gets so bored that he uh, comes back around. That's that's the question. We will have to find out. Fuck. <laughs> theunfilteredgentleman.com. At the Unfiltered Gentleman on social media, except for Twitter, at Unfiltered Gents. The number to call, drunk voice, mail us, drunk dial us, whatever I said there. 805-538-BEER-2337. I'm going to need another beer. Yep. Um, and that's pretty much it. So I hope you guys stay safe and sane out there. English is hard for me tonight. And most importantly, stay very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Hey, it's good old boy Mike. This is good old boy Dave. From Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Sip, Suds, and Smokes covers wine, tea, coffee, distilled spirits, whiskey, scotch, beer, cigars. People whose first name starts with Q. Bad fake British accents. And we always take time to make fun of the people of Alabama. Banned once again.
It's a one-hour episode that's mildly entertaining for about 22 minutes. I think mildly would be a vast improvement. Well, we do have the only beer show with the Holy Man. We talk about these products and rate them with our unique rating system, like our Suds 5 rating. Do you really have something better to do with your life for an hour than actually listen to the show? What will make them think about it? Well, join us on this radio station, podcast network, or via our Android app.